baby, I love your way every day. Wanna tell you I love your way. Uh, wanna be with you night and day. Well, hey, sweets. <laughs> Bye. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. And Autumn... Hmm? Whose week is it? No, it's my week. Yeah, it's your week. You did scare me just for a split second. How so? You thought I forgot? No, that it was going to be my week, but I already knew the topic for this week because it's kind of... It's your week, but we decided together on this topic. It's a timely topic. As we record this, the date is February 13th, meaning tomorrow is Valentine's Day. By the time this is released, Valentine's Day will be a few days in the past. But today's topic is Valentine's Day. And I hear that you've done some research for this show, which is a new thing. You've never, I've never known you to do any research for any of these shows. Yeah, any research, quote unquote, that I do is like writing down feelings. Or like thoughts that I've had about whatever topic we're doing. That's prep. Um, yeah. Okay. So I've done. Normally I do prep. But I want to know what research you've you've come up with for the show. The history of Valentine's Day. Well, I looked into who Saint Valentine was. Oh yeah, I'm curious as to what you discovered because it was, yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> when you look into who he was. It's really difficult. It was difficult for me to figure out who he was, except for he was a uh, bishop who was persecuted during the, I don't know, time when Christians were persecuted and was beheaded. And parts of him are in different places. But in Ireland, there's uh, his he has his skull is on display with like a, a, a flower crown around it for some reason. Um, but the, the, the bridge between the actual person of St. Valentine, who also weirdly was a, um, who's like the martyr of not just lovers, but also epileptics. Okay. I don't know why. Um, uh, I don't, I, I, the bridge between this person who was a living person who was sainted. And our understanding of Valentine's Day was a difficult bridge to find or understand. Well, because it's this is between the feuding Romans and the Christians. It's tied to that. And then there was this Roman festival called Lupercalia. Where uh, men Lupercalia? Like lubrication? Luper. Luper. Lupercalia. Okay. Where the men sacrificed a goat and a dog, then they whipped women with the hides of the animals they had just slain, and they were all drunk and naked during this, and the women thought that by being whipped with these hides that would make them fertile, and the names were drawn out of a jar. This is real. Then the men would draw names out of the jar, and then they would pair up with that woman, and uh, maybe it lasted longer, maybe it didn't. Okay, so it was like a pagan thing. Yeah, then the Christians got involved, and they hated the Romans, and the Romans at some point did kill several people named Valentine that were tied to the Catholic Church. And then once the Catholic Church got power, they shut down the pagan parts of this. 
this this festival, and then they named it after Valentine, and then there's some myth about one of the Valentines being in prison because yes, they were they were all killed, they were martyrs, and at one point maybe one of the Valentines in prison fell in love with someone else and signed a piece of paper, oh. your Valentine, to this woman. Oh, that sounds made up. That it, it's a, the whole thing is vague. Yeah. It has ties to just, you know, like Christmas, for example, has so many pagan traditions in it. But at some point, the Christians, no, we're stealing this, and but we're shutting yeah. this part of it down, and we're assigning our own things to it. Yeah, having a tree in your house is the most pagan thing, and like decorating it and kind of worshiping the tree. I mean, whenever Jesus was born, it wasn't around that time. Right. That was just a celebration of the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's not the topic, but yeah, these things, they just become mutts. Yeah, there's some, um, uh, there's a, a Real Housewives of New Jersey wife that talks about like, it's Jesus's birthday. Like, shut up. It is not Jesus's real birthday. That is a tale to like, again, to bridge the reality of something actually happening and a holiday that is mostly commercialized. Well, and then that's what happens ultimately is they're hijacked and they're packaged and they're sold and they're money makers. And then they're really incorporated into our society to the point where people think that there's real meaning behind it. And the whole the health of your relationship is tied to whether or not you go out on Valentine's Day. And mm-hmm. it's gross. And I'm resentful. And I cannot stand that somebody else somewhere... A group of people, whoever packaged this the way that they did, now has influence over my relationships. They have a say, and they tell me what is correct in my relationship and what is incorrect. How dare you? How you know how much trouble you've caused? If you don't go out and spend money on this day and go do something, then you obviously don't love the person that you're with. And then people buy into this. They believe this. And then the, it's created so much trouble in my life. Valentine's Day overall it's just it's I I I'm aware of the fact that I'm railing against something else again on uh-huh. this show <laughs> yeah uh, not all the episodes there was that one episode where I, I waxed poetic about trains I love trains that's true Greg likes trains socks yeah I like the socks just because stealing the, you love stealing the beach in summer I don't like those things <laughs> camping get the hell okay. out of here Okay, well, then let's start this one differently. All right, you've done a bit of railing now. All right, let's talk about something that you can get on board with when it comes to Valentine's Day. I mean, the celebration of love, if you have someone in your life that you love, then I can get behind that, but it doesn't seem authentic because you're just doing it on a day that's been assigned to do it. Yeah. I think that... Valentine's- it's like when your mom says, say sorry to your sister, and you're sorry. It's not real. No. You're doing it. And so, yeah. I, I think that... The calendar is saying, love your partner. I think it's a good supplementary. 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 Holiday. Okay. Meaning, the relationship's going well, then go out. Have a nice night together. That's the, But it, by no means should it define the state of And there shouldn't be a uh, standard for a Valentine's Day, right? Like if your partnership is healthy and 
you don't have anything that you feel like you might need to prove to your partner or to the people around you that reflects onto you and your partner, I think it's important to have a night or have a day or whatever, have a time together that has a lot to, to do with the both of you and your personalities and it not necessarily having to be on February 14th. You know, if, if you both really do like to go out to a nice dinner together, you enjoy that. It's something that you both enjoy. That's not the night to do it. Well, that's exactly. So there shouldn't be a standard to say, well, we have to do that. Even if it's, there is sort of like a, a, a more honest thing between you that you do like to do something like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the 14th. It could be like the next weekend, you know, so that it's less busy. It's less, it, it's easier to get a table, but I don't know, I guess with restaurants, you know, they kind of decorate a certain way and they might have a menu that has some sort of like theme to it. So maybe that is kind of nice. The special prefix menu. You know, that's just, it's um, pronounced prefi because it's French, but prefi sounds so stupid, like wee wee or something. So prefie. you don't, you say prefix. Little puffball dog. I got my prefi with me. Yeah. Just won the <laughs> Westminster dog <laughs> show. Come here, pee-wee. Did you see that poodle that won, by the way? No, I didn't see. Oh my God. Look it up at some point when you get a chance. Was it like a standard poodle? Yeah, in black. And the the way its hair was cut. Poodles win quite often. And I think it's it's cheating because they're you're able to sculpt their hair. Well, that's to keep their like hip bones warm and stuff. I but for the And their little joints warm. For the dog show, it's a dog that has an advantage because its hair is sculpted in ways that no other dog's hair fur can be sculpted. Hmm. And I th- I don't think they have it, the nappy hair. You know what go- the kind of dogs never <laughs> won? Golden Retriever, most popular dog in this country. Never won. I don't want a Golden Retriever. I, by, I, whether or not you want one, most popular dog, never won. <laughs> never gotten the, the title. We should, we should do a topic on dogs because I have opinions about dogs. Beasts. That's what I think. They're smelly beasts. They okay, slobber listen. slobber and they poop. Anyway, the prefi. The prefi menu. Yeah, the so, pre- yeah, I, I do. At, at, in one way, I do feel like. Don't don't make a standard for your relationship, even if it is a good play in a good place. There shouldn't be a standard that's set on that day because your expression or uh, whether that's with physical um, gifts or if it's just a sort of time that you're going to have together that you both enjoy doing. If it's meant to be done on the 14th or it is a uh negative against your relationship then that's a problem it should be it, it shouldn't have to, the standard shouldn't have to be on the 14th be doing certain things or else our relationship is bad in some way how much of it becomes a show exactly i, I think that is a big part of it for some people that outside of you two going out and celebrating valentine's day there's this idea that I'm going to have to talk to my friends tomorrow and my friends are going to ask what we did. And if I said we didn't oh, yeah, do anything nothing. and then they're going to start passing judgment. And We're they, going out next weekend. Oh, he's cheap. Yeah. One of those that's that. And this is a thing that is thrown onto other people that you do have to deal with. There's a judgment that's passed. You're right. You do go in the next day. And if you, and if you say that we did nothing like, Oh, 
oh no, but that's fine. You know, we're the kind of people who like to do that. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Even yeah. though I guarantee there are people listening to this right now, and I know a lot of people who say, "F Valentine's Day." I don't need to go prove something on Valentine's Day. My partner and I are in, are in agreement on this. Yet, there are so many people that do go out and do this. So I think that's, you know. Well, I think you can say F Valentine's Day, but still participate in it. Right? Yes. I, in theory, I do not mind participating it in some way because uh-huh. it is an opportunity to let a person that you care about know that you care about them. Hopefully they know that already. And it's being expressed on other days that aren't Valentine's Day. But again, it's a nice day to supplement. Hmm. Maybe you know, you just you can put it out there as a day. But the moment it becomes the state of the union. <laughs> right. <laughs> things are not good. Because all authenticity is out the window at that point. My problems with Valentine's Day in the past is I've been in relationships where I feel as though things aren't so great. And we're not communicating and that just wherever we do stand doesn't warrant us going out and celebrating like things are wonderful and going out and doing that feels fraudulent to me. Right. And I have a hard time getting past that. But your girlfriend in that scenario wants you to express something even more to make up for maybe the deficit that's happening within your relationship. That, but that. what you do instead is rail against that yeah and don't get me wrong i've been a real dick about it and i'm not proud of some of my behaviors on valentine's day there's been there's been times that i've said all right let's do this it means something i'm gonna do it and i cannot help myself i get out i'm sitting somewhere at a bar i'm looking at the other people i'm watching them interact i'm calling them phonies Talking about how all of the, like, look at this guy. He's probably got a girlfriend at home and she doesn't know what's going on right now. He's out with this one and cheating. I make up all these backstories and I blow that shit up. And I'm embarrassed by that. Now that talk about it, I don't, Mm -hmm. I wish I could just get through the night. What am I trying to prove? What's happening is there's resentment that I have to do it. And so I'm just creating space, but I'm creating as much space as I can. So it's going to be a crater. I'm going to create a crater. (laughs) This yeah. is going to put so much. Like you're going to be so unpleasant that the person who wants to be with me decides they've changed their mind. Yeah. I don't want to do this. Yeah. If we're together next year, you'll remember this and you're not going to ask me to do it. Mm. Yeah. This is gross behavior on my part. It's not acceptable. Yeah. And that yeah. has happened on several occasions. I cannot put aside these feelings. You know, why, can't, why is it so hard to say, this isn't about me? This means something to you? Let's go do it. But again, if I don't feel like things are in a good place, it is very difficult for me to go out and act like everything is good. Right. And I don't... And we're doing this because we actually want to be... We both want to be here right now with each other. Yeah, I don't want Valentine's Day to be the litmus test. Yes. Like, all right, this is how we're gauging our, the strength or, of our bond right now. I, I've broken up with people on Valentine's Day because there's so much meaning attached to it, and it is impossible for me to fake things. I cannot pretend, especially when it comes to feelings. I, I went 
and I was dating Jill, and I went. We weren't in a bad spot. We didn't dislike each other, but I think we knew that the relationship had run its course. And I brought her a gift. I think it was actually something I got from the radio station. It was a like a gift certificate for a massage at a nice spa. It was like it was a nice thing. Spa Sedale. But I didn't pay for it. Yeah. And I, I remember bringing that over and uh, maybe some flowers, and then I handed that over, uh, handed them over, and said, "This is over, isn't it?" <laughs> And she didn't. She she didn't put up a fight. She goes, oh. I think it is. And then there was some wow. crying. There was some crying that happened. Wow. I look. I did this. This is getting off of Valentine's Day, but I broke up with someone on Christmas before. Christmas? And on birthdays, on birthdays, things come up because these are the days that you're supposed to act a certain way. Right. And I think I've made the point already. I can't do it. <laughs> if I if it's not genuine. I don't want to put on the act. To me, there's nothing sadder than the act. Like, it's so depressing. Then when you yeah. go, out, we're done. Go and look at me. Here's a show that I'm putting on, even though we both know, because we're not idiots, that things aren't so great. So it's just the pressure of those days can really get me to crack. And, when, and, and, and you know, a couple of Valentine's Days ago, again, I, I really am embarrassed by it. I went out with Christina, and this is when... I tried to put it aside, and I decided I don't want to be here right now. I don't like this. I don't like all these people around. Mm-hmm. They're frauds. I hate but them. But you, did, you didn't express that outwardly. You decided to focus it on something else. I have nothing in common with these people. Why am I hanging out with them? And it got to the point where she uh, went home. Got on a Oh, bus. this wasn't the shrimp thing? <laughs> no. The oh, sh- for some reason, I thought that that was the same story. No, the shrimp, the shrimp thing is the same exact premise, though. So you're not. Yeah, this was me. OK, thinking to myself, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to take Christina out for a meal. We go out for the meal. She decides she wants the shrimp. I see the same plate with chicken. The chicken's nine dollars. The same exact plate. Everything else but the meat uh, is that's the only difference. Sixteen dollars. Why is there a discrepancy of $7? I understand shrimp is more expensive, but I don't think it's $7 more expensive. And it's probably going to be four shrimp. It's probably not even going to be. Instead of just doing what I set out to do, buy a meal for someone I care about. And I care. I, I, yeah, there, wasn't, of course. there wasn't no care. I cannot let that go. And, oh, yeah, you want the shrimp? I, I no. I, I no shrimp there's someone sitting in a back office they're laughing right now they're probably watching us on the security cams and they're looking look at this fool getting the shrimp i it's falling right into my trap the shrimp is priced so much more when it doesn't need to be it's an arbitrary number that i made up and <laughs> give me your money sucker <laughs> and do i really believe this somewhere inside yes i think that i'm cynical and i do think people are doing things like this uh-huh. But it's On an a, extreme side, you think it's true. But, but there's an opportunity. For whatever reason, I felt resentment because my big thing, again, is the inauthenticity. Christina liked to go out to eat. I'm not a big fan of going out and eating at restaurants. But why shouldn't I go do something with her that she enjoys doing? Right. And then to, and appreciate something that you don't, you know, naturally... 
or you're not there to appreciate, but you can appreciate it through the other person because of how they like something. But I was not able to do that. No. So what ended up happening was I'm doing this because I feel like I'm supposed to do this. And therefore it holds no meaning. It's pointless. I just want to blow it up. Right. And you know, and you did that meal. This is when you have to think to yourself, not everything is about me. This is not about you. Sometimes it doesn't need to be about you. Tell myself this. Yeah. And that's actually been very helpful. This is not about you. If it's, if it means something to the other person, then let your shit go and just do it. Hmm. But it, it was a hard thing to actually do. And that's how, you know, my feelings, my resentment for Valentine's Day would grow because it just didn't feel like it was an authentic thing. So, okay, I made you go off on that shrimp thing. But with the Valentine's Day with Christina, you said that there was, you were out and you put up such a fuss that you guys left. Like you made it so unpleasant that you guys left. Or did you say like, I got to get out of here. But here's the shitty thing about that also is the year before something had come up. And I didn't, I, I, I ruined Valentine's Day. And so this next year, I, she said, let's not do anything. Let's oh, not. she gave you the out. And I said, no, no, no. No, this means something to you. So then I dragged her along. Ugh. And then I was like, I walk into this shed where I, I have rigged it with explosives. It's safe inside. It's comfortable. Yeah. Come into this shed. She's like, I was, I was mass, uh, <laughs> I was, um, uh, fatally burned last time I went to this shed last year with you. So I'm not going to go. And you're Fat- like, no, it's safe. Come on in. Fatally burned. Thank you. <laughs> what, I'm trying, I what, what am I trying to say? I died and now I'm back. Sorry. Tragically burned? Sure. Okay. Sorry. Edit that out. Mark the time. <laughs> nope. It all stays, Autumn, <laughs> because this is an authentic show, what we speak okay, about. Okay, good. So yeah, that's my fucked up uh, approach to Valentine's Day. Yeah. I think that that makes sense. I mean, do you think that, I mean, what do you think the norm is? You know, do you think the norm is that people feel under obligation to do certain, to do certain things on Valentine's day and they either just don't mind doing them or they really do mind, but they know they're going to get like sex out of it or something. Or, the, or they're going to, they, they feel bad about their own shortcomings. And so they feel like this is a way to make up for it, possibly. Of course, I'm talking about, because I feel like Valentine's Day, at least in the U.S., is all about, like, the, is, the responsibility is typically on the man to do something for the woman. I mean, the woman gives you, like, a card and, you know, maybe a little something, but it's not the same obligation for the woman in the relationship. Hopefully, getting sex. If it's tied well, that's to what I'm sex, saying. I think that the, I think that the, there are some men on Valentine's Day that do things under obligation because they think that they're going to get sex. That's pathetic. Are you not getting sex on other days? Valentine's Day should be the. I can go a day without having sex. Are you so controlled? Does it have such a hold on your existence and actions? The possibility of getting off that you'll go through these motions. This is this. no, no. Take your own brain out of it, and put yourself into the typical male brain. I can't do this. Okay. Because 
if you're in a relationship, hopefully you're getting sex. Again, if you're in a relationship where you're not getting sex, things are probably aren't going so well. And so Valentine's Day is your saving grace. So I'm going to go out and really put on a show so I can hopefully yeah. get sex on Valentine's that in itself, it's everything I just said for the reasons I hate I better hate give it. him sex tonight because it's Valentine's Day. It's all the reasons I hate it. Nothing is done because people actually want to do it. They feel like they're supposed to do it because some yeah. people somewhere, some marketing dudes came up with this. They looked I mean, into history yeah. and they found some obscure weird shit and they said, let's hijack this and we'll put a bow on it and we're going to sell it to everyone. It is strange that some of the sort of traditional Valentine's Day activities exist. It it doesn't it doesn't really connect with anything from its origin. You know, to say like you give each other chocolates. Okay, what tie does that have to history? None. It's well, that's, you know. Uh, yeah, I want to sacrifice the animals and whip you with their hides. Come on, let's right. bring it back. Yeah, throw a box of chocolates at my bare back. Lock me up <laughs> and sentence me to a beheading so I can write you a letter and yeah. express my the romantic my devotion oh my to you. Your Valentine. Yep. What if it, the guy's name was just Joe? It's like your Joe, and then it'd be called Joe's Day. Joe's Day. <laughs> Gonna go celebrate Joe's Day. Well, yeah. What was his first name? Who cares? That wasn't his first. That wasn't his first name. Yeah, Capigarius. Yeah, Capigarius. Capigarius. Capigarius Valentine's <laughs> Valentina. Something like this. Um. So what are your what are your feelings on Valentine's Day? You haven't mentioned any of this and the things that you like to do on Valentine's Day. Um. I. My favorite part of Valentine's Day is going to the grocery store the day after Valentine's Day, and buying the big heart shaped box of chocolates that previously was ten ninety nine and is now five dollars or four fifty stuff like that. That's my favorite part of Valentine's Day. This has always been the favorite part. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean I'll take whatever I can get on Valentine's Day. It's like if you want to do something special and you want to take me out or if you want to bring me flowers or if you want to make a card or something, that's so nice. I I appreciate it. But what I really want is for you not to be too put out. <laughs> don't spend, don't spend the ten, eleven dollars on that chocolate heart. Wait until tomorrow. I would much rather. I would get more out of it to know that you spent spent less on a box of chocolates. However, something that is more like homemade. Okay, so the the heart shaped box chocolates like that's like that's a, necess a necessity for the day after like that has to happen for what me. What is that brand? You don't, by the you way. don't have to get it. I'll get it. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter who gives it to me or how I get it. I'm getting it. What is the brand of chocolate in there? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I just want the assortment, and I want to, and I don't want to know what's in them. My favorite thing is to like sit and watch something on the television and like test them out and see what each of them oh, are. What happens when you get to the cherry cordial? Well, you know what those are. Those you are vomit. specifically shaped. What about the coconut? Oh, I like the coconut. No, you don't. Yes. Who likes coconut? Hello. Hi, nice to meet you. Shred I like it's, it's straw. It's hay. 
No, when it's, it's not. Shred- it's all gooey in there. When it's shredded, it's delicious. And then little pieces of it like hang out in your mouth, and then later you find them and you yeah, get stuck in your teeth. No, they don't get stuck in your teeth. You find them and then you crunch them up. You find like the parts that haven't, like the pulp that hasn't been eviscerated by your teeth, and you. It's like Bermuda grass in the winter when it's dead. You take a handful of it, you sprinkle it on top of a cake, and you say it's a coconut cake. Coconut. <laughs> no, I uh, I love that. Consistency. My, my favorite thing to do with the box of chocolates is to take bites and experiment with each one to see what they are. And if I don't like it, I'll put it back. And if I do like it, I'll put it back because I want to save it for later. So if you buy this <laughs> box... Of chocolates, how long is it lasting you? Oh, a couple days. How many Two pieces? Days? How many pieces? There's different sizes. You're going for the big one. Oh, I want the biggest one. I want all the variety. Well, that's nice. I like that you have this tradition. Yeah. Okay, so like I said, I'll take anything. But what I'm... If I do get something for Valentine's Day... Like I said, I'll take anything. I'm I'm happy however the person wants to celebrate with me. Let me but ask what you this. I would, what? Let me ask you this. Hold on to your thought or mark okay. it down so because I, I want you to come back to that. But put the other person aside. You said you don't want the person to be put out. Take that. Who gives a shit? All right. Okay. The, the, their feelings and the thing they have to go through, the hoops they have to jump through to get Valentine's Day in order. It's no no concern to you. That aside, what would you really want? What's the, what is the secret? What is the in you? What do you want to happen on Valentine's Day? Probably uh, to feel special. And how would and, that be done? Yeah. Um, certainly not. Not with like gifts of something traditional like jewelry. Furry handcuffs. <laughs> Sexual dice. A dick pick. <laughs> no, something like that. Rose I mean, petals. It could floating be in a bathtub with those candles on lily pads. If someone drew you a bath. Yeah. You would like that. I would like that. What if they try to get into the bath with you? I'm I down. I I wouldn't like that. Like, hey. This is supposed to be my time to relax. Well, listen. Leave me alone. Because the moment you draw a bath for a person with the lily pad candles and the petals, and then you try to get in with them, it's not about them anymore. It's about you. Okay, now wait. Every bathtub that I've encountered in my life where I've been there long enough to take a bath has never been a bathtub that two people can fit in. If there were a situation that I was in where there was like a big old bathtub, come on in and join me. I don't live in any, I've never lived in any type of residence that has had a, a bathtub that could accommodate two people comfortably. So if if the other person came in, we would have had to fill up the bathtub with like a inch and a half of water because the two of our bodies would displace most of it. So that's, that's a weird thing. If, if it was, if it was a big enough tub and the other person wanted to hang out with me and we had like a, it was like really hot and I mean, like temperature, the water was real hot and it was all candly and we were laughing and talking. That'd be really nice. I still think at that point, it's your duty to invite them in. If they just jump in with you, then it was oh, not, okay. that was never a gift for you. Yeah, you're right. 
But it doesn't have to just be a bath. It doesn't have to be anything like that. It could be like, I don't know, putting something on that they know that I wanted to watch with them or um, just being, I don't know, See, I'm affectionate and nice. I'm on board with this. <laughs> yeah. This is This is not, when I think of Valentine's Day and wanting to partake in it, a genuine gesture. Yeah. You think about the other person. It doesn't need to be this huge thing. It can be small. It's that you put it out there. Ooh, you know what else? You make them feel special. Buy me the big box of chocolates, and then another gift for me is get your own. Those are my chocolates. Don't you think I'm sharing them with you just because you bought them for me? You get your own. I that's would... the that's the ex- that is like expert level gift giving. My favorite Valentine candy, which has been gone for years and years, I don't. They were just it was just a box of red candy hearts. They weren't sweet tarts. They were more like spree with the candy shell on the outside. Oh. But they were all the same flavor. And. What's re- red cherry? I guess red. Okay. Red. It's just, it's, it's red. But okay. I enjoyed it. And then they've those have been gone for years. So oh, I'm sorry. you you could have the chocolate. And I would have the candy candy if it okay. still exists, but it existed, but it doesn't. It's gone. Which, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a shame. Really is disappointing. But uh, all right, going back, you don't want to share your candy. Yeah. So you being extra thoughtful and knowing that I don't want to share mine and you getting your own, I think, would be like an extra special part of the gift. So there's a line with these gifts because if someone's doing it, because they want to do it and they actually are thinking about you, it can mean the world. But yeah. if, if if you knew that the person was doing it out of obligation, doesn't it take everything away? Definitely. But some people don't care about that because I guarantee there are a lot of people on Valentine's Day who are just doing the thing they're supposed to do out of obligation. Or, I, I what did you get me? A balloon. Oh, yeah. wow. You put a lot of thought into that. Yeah. Then went to the store to get If somebody some- brought me a balloon, I would be... <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be offended but I would just like what a waste why would you bring me this balloon I went to get some boar's head London port luncheon meat <laughs> and uh, I was there if and somebody I said, got me a, a half a pound of boar's head roast beef and a box of chocolates well that I need yeah that would be someone who knows you getting you a half pound <laughs> of cold cuts yeah. like that's meaningful yeah. I like to eat just lunch meat, especially like the deli lunch meat on its own sometimes because As who a needs the whole garbage around it? I just want the meat. I don't see anything wrong with that. It is a very brilliant thing to do. <laughs> brilliant? Yes. <laughs> because one, it's easy. You're not making some mess with the sandwich and the crumbs and the, the you know, you got the mayonnaise and you can get the squeezable mayonnaise, but... That costs more for some reason, sure. so you get mm-hmm. the jar, but then you have to dirty a knife. And You're paying for the development of the squeeze technology. <laughs> anything that's a convenience is going to cost you more. Okay, you know, convenience fees. I'll scoop out the mayo with my fucking hand. <laughs> I'll slather it on the bread. If, if someone was around, the person who set the prices, again, the man in the office with the shrimp, who's probably also behind the higher price of the squeezable mayonnaise. Sure. If I knew that he could see me and there was a camera, I would I would hold up the jar of the mayonnaise and I would 
fucking put my whole hand in there and just slop it on the bread, not breaking eye contact with the cameras. You see this? I don't give a shit. You take your, you're not getting extra money from me for your. And you know, you know what the guy in the office does? He grabs his tiny, loosens it up, <laughs> and he unbuttons his uh, his uh, cuffs on his sleeves. He starts rolling them up. So, so deli meat for yeah. you. That it's, yeah, thoughtful. You're right. If it's something thoughtful, because and you I, get yeah the person's. I look. I know you. The day after Valentine's Day. When the deli meat's on sale. No, not the deli meat. The chocolate hearts. <laughs> when the when the roast beef, the bloody <laughs> Valentine's Day themed roast beef, yeah, extra rare dripping blood, is on sale. Yeah. A gesture of saying, "I know who you are." Here's a, that, that's an easy. That's authentic at that point. Okay. Yeah. I would think so. It's not impersonal. Even the chocolate is impersonal for many people, but it's a tradition that you enjoy. Right. So that is something that's presented to you. And like I said, I don't expect it to be given to me. And if it isn't, then there's something wrong. It's more like, if you want to get it for me, that's that's really nice of you. Thank you. I but was, if you don't get it for me, I'll get it. It's fine. I was it's given... almost like an orgasm. <laughs> If you want to help give me an orgasm, that's great. If you're not going to do it, all right, I'll get it myself. This is special Valentine's Day sex. I'm not Ooh. just going to pump. I'm that's not going right. to pump and get off and roll off of you. I'm going to at least pretend I care about your pleasure. This is the one night where you're going to come first. Don't does, think that happens any other night, though. Does it ever happen any other way? I feel like once the guy comes first, and it's uh, like all desire just drains. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Good luck. Me, can I give you a rain check? IOU, <laughs> one orgasm. I already have so many IOUs. I'll give you two because you gave me yeah, one. Yeah, with interest. You gave me one, and I don't want to give you one now, but I'll give you two later. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day. This has been great. Here's a balloon. Here's a balloon. It's not even mylar. <laughs> it's just like a rubber ass balloon. I was going to say something that I can't remember. Never mind. You were talking about the orgasm and I was going to bring up something else. Mm. Eh, well, that's getting a... it yourself. Getting something yourself. No, I was going to say um, one Valentine's Day, someone gave me a chocolate fish it was wrapped in foil a very detailed foil looked like a real rainbow trout or something Mm -hmm. and it said you're a catch you're a catch yeah okay you get it you catch a fish yeah i get it i appreciated that and i kept it under my bed in a box for years until i I finally threw that thing away (laughs) because that's a food item yeah why wouldn't you eat it because I didn't want to destroy it. I thought it was thoughtful. See, to me, eating the thing that someone gets you that is edible, I think is the only way to honor the gift. I, I thought it was thoughtful and I liked it. And I didn't want to eat it because then the, the gift would cease to exist. It'd be gone. See, to me, the gift exists because it was given to you. That's the act of giving you the gift. Now, in order to, because then it would be like, you didn't even eat it. I got it for you to eat because it's chocolate. Okay, let's say that you got me that. Uh-huh. And then 15 years later, 
you find <laughs> out I still have it in the box under the bed. That, All right. You're like, wow, you kept that. That'd make you feel good. Yes, I'd be like, wow, that's so sweet. And I understand the sentiment, but why didn't you just eat it? <laughs> because there's chocolate all around. Right. And, and this, you can eat any kind of chocolate. This was a gift. This rainbow trout foil right. wrap <laughs> chocolate fish. So what is the, what's the best Valentine's Day gift you have received? Or if it's not a straight up gift, what is... Uh, Give me a fond memory. Um, uh, Travis and I went to Bacchanalia, which is the fanciest, I think at the time, restaurant in Atlanta. So it was a really, I don't know, it felt like a real high class meal. Lots of courses. It was a pre-fee menu. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there were lots of little doodads in between each meal. I'm sorry, each um, course. And that was really cool. It was the first time I'd ever eaten um, aged steak. And it was amazing. Uh, Did you have bone marrow? No, I've never had bone marrow. Have you had it? Uh, yes, I have. What's it like? It's fine. Is people- it like? Is it like umami? People lose their shit over this. I'm I like, know. It's fine. Whenever. But what's it, what's it like? I can't describe it. Yeah, okay. I, have to, I, I don't care I about food. <laughs> I, I'm not. This is. You know, I don't eat. I barely eat. That's true. So listen, I don't really care about food. It was just a really nice night. I, I had a. It was a really nice time. Um. That was a cool Valentine's Day. Otherwise, like I said, I really don't care all that much. I mean, if someone wants to make me feel special, I'll love that. Um, but I mostly just want that big box of chocolates that I get to like sift through and discover. I don't like the ones that have the key on the back of the <laughs> lid. I want to be surprised. <laughs> Another thing with the Valentine's Day and a new relationship or in the first few years for me. Sure. Yeah. I don't want to set a standard that needs to be <laughs> kept up oh. for years to come. And also, you're probably more inclined to put more effort in, and I'm aware of that too. And I and I I I think that ten years in, never have a relationship that lasts that long. Then you do something nice on Valentine's Day. It's like, oh wow, you're you're doing this now. This is this is very meaningful and sweet. And that first the first Valentine's Day, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go all out and still trying to impress you, and my hormones and endorphins are still flowing, and blah. and so I rail against this on purpose too. Yeah. So, what about you? What's your perfect? I. What do you want out of Valentine's Day? I, I don't care. Nothing. I can't answer that. I I don't care either if way. If someone wanted to give you something, I what would, would you what would you steer them? Nothing. No, they can choose. It would be nice if the person knows me and they pick something. I would, yeah. uh, you know, I would be grateful for that, and it would mean something. But there's no specific thing. And really, if nothing happened, and the relationship is good, and nothing happened, yeah, and get anything, I would not care. It's the same thing for my birthday. I, How about nothing? Not nothing, but just acknowledge, like Happy Valentine's Day, like something. Sure, that's nice. That's all you would need. I feel like nothing. Well, if there's, I just brought up my birthday. Yeah. If someone I was with, 
again, if the relationship's good and they didn't even acknowledge my birthday, I don't think it would bother me that much. But I don't know. I think I know things are good between us. That's true. Um, I think it would be weird though if they didn't. Yes, it's a strange thing if you don't even say happy birthday to the person <laughs> yeah, or yeah. happy Valentine's. But I get, but I I understand your thinking. Yeah, I you know again I would be appreciative if someone made some little effort. Yeah. I don't need anything big. I don't want anything big. I have this weird thing where I don't like when people do nice things for me anyway. Well, I'm getting over that. Because, okay, here's another Valentine's Day story. Okay. I, uh, when I was dating Jessica, we were kind of together, but not really. It was confusing. We weren't together, but then we decided to go out on Valentine's Day, and it, it seemed like some rekindling. And she got me this watch. She brought over this watch that she had gotten. Like, it was a vintage watch, and I thought it was cool. Um. But I blew that shit up because I got nothing for her. I didn't get anything for her. And then I was angry that she got something for me because it put me in a position where then suddenly I was the person who didn't get something for the other person. Again, she'd put me in no position. And that's not fair to put on her, on any other person. Yeah, because they and did you something even liked nice. the gift. But I acted like I didn't like it because I, it, it then re- represented my failure and my shortcoming as hmm. a person on this day because I was under the assumption, well, I didn't know what we, we weren't, haven't really been together, but now kind of maybe we're going, I was going to take her out to dinner and uh, we went out, but it turned into another thing. It just, it was a thing. What'd you do? I just, I think I, I, I can't remember exactly what I did, but okay. I was, I was focused on the watch and, how it made me feel like a bad person again made it about me yeah i feel bad now you did this thing i feel bad i don't like this right oh boy that was another valentine's day adventure how did she handle that she got angry rightly so did she leave you at the restaurant no but we it was a thing where we were going to hang out for the night she was going to stay over and then then went away yeah, she and went home. That ended up not happening. Did she leave in a way that you both knew that you were angry at each other? Or you were in some sort of, you know, state about this watch and she was like, I cannot deal with you freaking out about this thing. I tried expre- to be a gift. We ate and then we were walking and I remember it clear as day. Yeah. Uh the walk out of the restaurant and mm-hmm. the, the awkwardness and the the tension and uh, yeah (laughs) it's really hard it's all my fault yeah but you can't stop yourself i was a child you couldn't stop yourself i was a child for such a long time when i was seven years old on my birthday i told myself seven's old enough i'd never want to get any older physically i grew i think for the longest time i really stayed at seven okay (laughs) i think i just stayed my wish came true I'm not that's why I like your playful seven-year-old nature. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I identified with because I have a real issue with, uh, like, I feel like I'm really railing against being put in any kind of box, you know, or any kind of category of like, I'm in this stage of my life and I have two kids and I'm this and I'm that and that's all you can be. I'm like, nope, I'm busting out. You know, that's why I really rail against like, 
mommy blogs, mommyhood, mommies do this, mommies do that. You know, I don't like that. Well, those things are traps. I view them as glue traps. Mm-hmm. The little mouse. Honey pots. The little mouse who has lost its identity. Therefore, it you know it starts gnawing at its own feet. And that's not a healthy thing to do. So then but, it creates its own distractions. Oh, no, this is my identity. And this is the way it's yeah. supposed to be. And look, well, the, everything's the, the problem. The, the problem, I think, starts with being a woman and being a mother. You biologically have to give up so much of yourself in the beginning with your kids. Like, you have to do it. There's no way to, to not. There's no way to really uh, keep your own previous identity alive during those early years because like i said you're biologically driven to keep these kids alive to they they need you more than they need the dad which is just true for the very beginning and then you get into that habit and then it becomes your own like you forget you forget what it's like to be any other type of human that you were before you had kids and like i said i really rail against that notion because I I don't like that. And I don't think that just because I'm a mom and you're a mom that I should identify with you. You know, we are totally different people just because we both have kids. BFD. I'm not lots a, of people get pregnant. I'm not arguing against that. So I'm yes, trying to tie lots it of back to get, Valentine's Day. <laughs> lots of people do get pregnant and you're not special because you got pregnant. Right, and there, we have nothing in common just because we were both pregnant. Anymore? Okay, not nothing. There are some things in common, but that doesn't mean that now we should have some sort of like identity with each other, just because it's the same thing as being like white. Just because I'm white and you're white doesn't mean like we should be friends. Uh, same thing in Valentine's Day. Uh, just <laughs> I, because <laughs> I, I just wanted to see how you would get back. Because just because I'm a woman and you're a woman that we have the same expectations for Valentine's Day. We don't. You your expectations should be overall in your relationship where are you? If you're in a place where there is deficit and you feel like there is something wrong and you're looking for Valentine's Day to sort of solve that for you, that should be something to look at. Instead of saying that Valentine's Day will fix it. He'll show me. He'll show me how much he loves me. I don't feel, you know, appreciated or loved or whatever. But on Valentine's Day, on this one day, he's going to show me otherwise. But the next day, he's still going to do all the same shit that makes me feel unappreciated. Yeah. Does it create a false hope if someone actually does go all out? If both people are in a bad spot in the relationship and they go all out and it goes well and it's a wonderful night. Do you think then people think, well, see, things are okay. There's still hope. And then the next day it goes right back to it goes right back to it. He still leaves his coffee mug with, uh, you know, half shot of coffee at the bottom and it gets stained on the cup. And then who's washing the cup? It's fucking you, woman. Wash the cup. Why can't he just pour it out in the sink and put a little spritz of water in there so it doesn't stain the cup? He can't do that. Getting very specific here. (laughs) Where is this coming from? I, I, you know, before we wrap this up. I think there was, uh, I was wondering about Valentine's Day and just in school now, in elementary school, you used to buy the Valentines, then you'd write them to people. And yep. I think that there were, you know, I, I know I liked Jessie in first grade, and I probably gave her my favorite Valentine of them all. I picked the one. But 
I assume the rules have changed. Like you can't. Are there precautions in place now? Do you have to play it safer than you used to on Valentine's Day in elementary school? Are there rules? Do they send out some sheet? Or is it still the same? I mean, it's to every kid. You don't get to choose. You don't pick or choose who you give Valentine's to. It's just they give you out a, they give you a class list. And so everybody gets a Valentine's card. Ellie did choose uh, a different Valentine card for a friend of hers that was different than the others because it was like a little more special um, than the other ones. So that's really the only difference. Yeah, I guess that's a tough thing because if there's the way I mean, if we do pick and choose and then there is one weirdo in the class who still like use himself or something, you know, and that little Carl doesn't get any. That's sad. And that also does tie into just being adults uh, on Valentine's Day. Where some people feel left out because they're not in a romantic relationship. Yeah. And then they, I, then they create stupid things like Galentine's Day or Palentine's Day. Shut up. That, that's today. Shut up. Yeah. You don't need, just because you don't, here's, if you're really secure about it, you're like, oh, who cares? All right, Valentine's Day. I'm not in a romantic relationship right now. Fine. You don't that's need to fine. offset it with some Galentine's Day. That's overcompensation. Well, people have... Uh, Palentine and Galentine's Day, even when they are in a, a relationship, they're using it as just another day to hang out. Why don't you just go hang out? And not just call go it hang out. Just be like, yeah, we're friends. Every day is ga- can be Galentine's Day. Every single day. <laughs> because you know why? You're gals. <laughs> like, just be together and have it be Galentine's Day. Always some excuse. It's an excuse. You know why? Maybe... It's because there are so many things to do at home. You know, we have like every kind of entertainment we want at our fingertips. Going out and socializing. It's like, why would I do that? I can stay here in my house, be comfortable in my, you know, hermit crab shell. And I've got, I don't have to pay for things. I've already paid for, you know. Well, you deserve to be alone. You deserve it at that point. And don't whine to me. No, not alone. You could be with your significant other. Okay. Fine, but I'm talking your boyfriend about... or girlfriend. You live together. You stay inside your little. Well, you hub. deserve to have it fall apart. Just because you have all these options doesn't. No, you need. That. I'm saying you need an excuse to pull the trigger on leaving. You the don't house. need an excuse. I know what you're saying, and people. They are... need an excuse. You should need it. You should make the choice. I want to do this. I don't need an excuse to do it. Hey, you notice recently we've been staying in a lot, watching these shitty shows on Amazon. Yeah. I choose them because I assume that their original programming is the worst. But I want to watch uh, The Masked Singer again. Whatever it is, if it's become <laughs> something in excess, then go do something else to maintain the health of the relationship. It doesn't need to be under the pretense of some dumb holiday. I or- think what we're saying with Galentine's, Palentine's, Valentine's, what we're saying is that if you're using these holidays to fix something in your relationship or using it as an excuse, maybe that's a problem. Yeah. Maybe that's something to think about. It could certainly be a nice holiday. There shouldn't be too much weight or emphasis put on it. And something comes about through it. Great. Enjoy it. Wonderful. But if it's, you know, a gauge. Yeah. If you're measuring something based on that, 
then yeah, then I think things probably aren't right. Although I'm using it as a measure just for self growth. If I'm not blowing shit up, <laughs> if I'm able to make a day not about me or my feelings, that's a different metric than what other people are using. Yeah, sure. <laughs> But I, I am viewing it that way. I was like, oh, maybe I'm no longer a child and I am an adult. All right. Well, good luck. Or past. Okay. When you're listening to this, it's. I hope it went well. On the day we're recording, it's I hope it goes well. Yeah. I mean, I'll ask. Isn't time interesting? Later. Okay. Or earlier. Well, or now. Who knows? <laughs> How did it go, Autumn? It went well. Okay, great. <laughs> I got my chocolates. I have some left. I haven't really gotten them yet. I still have to go get them because it's really only the 13th. Thanks for listening to One Topic. Please like and subscribe, rate and review on iTunes. And find us everywhere on uh, at One Topic everywhere online. And um, thanks for listening. Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what? Let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's got to be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? zero fillers, huh? additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana-style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no. Tell me, please, now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code one topic 15 Hold on. That's... Yes. Get a pen and paper. One topic 15 Good. That's O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-1-5. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>